Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to another happy... Everyone hated that. My name is Nathan Bauer. I'm joined by my co-host, the groom-to-be. I'm still... I'm going to be doing that all the way up until the wedding. Lawrence Thomas. Hi, C. Hello. Hello. There should be applause. Hold on. Yeah. I I stole it for you because I could tell you were doing something. Yeah. Hello, Nathan. How are you today? No one cares what you have to say. No one cares how I am or what feelings I may be feeling. We want to know what this silly little podcast is all about. Nathan, this is the show where we get together. We talk about films, TV shows, games, anything pop culture, and we keep it positive. We keep it we keep it fresh and we keep it a good time. That's what we do. We do. All of that and all of the above is what we do, and we have a very good time doing so I guess. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. You might want to write something down. A couple of episodes back, you told me, as long as you get there, it's all good. Yes. Don't even, don't yes. even be worrying yes. about formatting. That's true. That's true. I did. The key bit there is as long as you get there. I got there. Yeah. I, I could be argued. Nathan, we're back and we're talking about another musical. We've been the back pod- for ages. No, but we're back and we're here today. You know, well, technically we missed our deadline, yeah. So. We're a little bit late. We had shit to do, all right? We've got jobs. Well, I've got a job. The Hungry Listeners still had a lovely thread about Finn McMissile on our Twitter, so if, you, if you're not following us, you're missing out on that gold. <laughs> it's not gold. You can very much miss out on it. So, anyway, well, go, go on then, Lawrence. Sorry, give me that beautiful segue that you had Well, there. we're here... You've you've introduced me to musicals as we've gone on. They were a bit of a blank spot in my pop culture knowledge. Many a musical phenomenon have been introduced to you via myself in this podcast. Um, something of which I'm very proud of because I love musicals. They're a great fun time and I am immediately mistrustful of anyone who does not enjoy a musical, which is probably why I'm so weary of you. Well, if anything, that would have meant my, you've you've increased your trust for me. Well, maybe over the time, maybe, but you're still a wild card because, like, <laughs> you you can enjoy some things, but then I feel like there's others that you happily club to death with a golf club, not referencing any particular medium in particular. And and I'm a little bit scared because not to throw all my cards on the table, but I really enjoyed the thing that we're discussing today. And if you didn't like it, and I have to go into convincing you why it's good, I think I might kill myself. With absolutely zero pressure established. <laughs> um, I, I, ju- I wrote down the musicals that we have covered, just to emphasise a point I'm about to make in a minute. How many have we done? Count with me, Nathan. So we've done... One. This- <laughs> no, Nathan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it quickly. This is supposed to be a quick point. Okay. 
<laughs> we've done the School of Rock. We've done In the Heights. We've done Hamilton, but you never heard that one. Uh, we've done Cats 1998. We've done Cats 2019. Please fucking shoot me. They were the same episode, but yeah. Yes, yeah, well, same thing. We still looked at them. The Prince of Egypt we have done. We've done Chicago um, Cheese Pizza. Is that the joke? No, that's a bad joke. Okay, fair enough. We've done Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, we've done The Greatest Showman, uh, which was... Woo-hoo, uh, well, that's said about that, the better. Yep, we've done Mamma Mia, we've done Mamma Mia 2, here we go again, and here, here we, there we certainly did go again. Lay Miserables. Well done. And we've done Sing Street, which we agreed the other day counted, I suppose? Uh, yes, Sing Street counts. I would argue School of Rock doesn't. Really? But- yes. The, where I would say Sing Street, and this is the podcast everyone tuned in for, where I would say <laughs> Sing Street and School of Rock differs is School of Rock is... Well, Sing Street will have the the characters singing uh, songs when no one else is aware of it. We're, they'll step into that alternate world. Where, I see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and School yeah, yeah. of Rock is all performance-based. It's all very much... And now it's we're it's a movie about music and yes, bands, exactly. as opposed to we are now just going to just not, do the song. Sing Street, tells, Sing Street will tell the story through the songs. School of Rock tells a story... And then it has songs that go with the story. It's the story about the songs, isn't it, yes, really? Yes, exactly. And making them work. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, I, I, I'm with you on that. So that's, what, 13? Uh, yeah, why not? Sure. So that's that's over 10% of our entire podcast. Yeah, it's, it's a, like I said, we've done a fair amount of musicals. Yeah. So you said you, you love this, you're over the moon, and if you have to convince me around to it, based on an assumption that I may not like it, you will kill yourself. I have a loaded gun. I was going to make the bold claim that I think this is the best of all of them. <gasps> I Only because I saw Sing Street on there and I saw Tick Tick Boom on there, it makes top three. It's not the best. Good. Good. It's still better than most of the ones we've seen. And, so, and I've liked a vast majority of the ones we've seen. Okay. The only ones I didn't really like in there, for the most part, is <laughs> The Greatest Showman and... The cats is, is is still hurts me that you didn't like cats. Not twenty nineteen cats because that's understandable. No one but likes that. No one likes. I don't like that. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode. I was very angry. Yeah, that episode. very angry and and in, <laughs> and intoxicated. We both were, I think, to a degree. Were we? I think we we definitely had a few wines. Oh, I don't remember that episode at all. Then. <laughs> Which further speaks to the possible wines we probably had. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I like this. I, I I love this a lot. Do you do you have a history with Matilda? Have you seen it? What what's your relationship to it? I have seen Matilda, the nineteen ninety something movie starring Mara Wilson and Danny DeVito and whoever else is in that movie. That's great. I I love that. Well, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> that movie has influenced so much of my choreography when I tidy when I'm home alone. <laughs> what, do you have telekinesis? No, I just pretend I do. <laughs> okay. But I have not seen that movie in easily 20 years. And yeah. then when I was watching this, I was like, oh, I recognise this. It's from the movie. Um, yeah. But it's not. It's from the book, which is, you know, what the movie was based on. Yeah. Um, but, well, it's from the musical, which... You know the book, which the musical was based on the book, and that's from a whatever. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a long list of adaptations to get down this road, isn't it? Yes. Um, look, it's good. It's 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 a good fun time. I'd never seen the musical. I'd never seen the show. Never heard. I'd heard "Revolting Children." That's the only song I'd heard uh, yeah. prior to watching the movie. Um, and it's a good song. It's a good fun time. Tim Minchin is someone I enjoy a lot. I think he's a great he's a great writer, great musical artist, musician is the word I'm looking for there, I guess. Uh, the the way he writes it I don't know, it's it's brilliant. He's really good at that sort of shit. Um and so this was pretty good. Yeah. Good fun time. <laughs> you about to sneeze there. What was that for? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I was gonna say something else, but Fair. the words never came. It's a good fun time Two thumbs up. Well, I'm going to give it three thumbs up, Nathan. Where's the third thumb coming from? I borrowed from? yours. No! <laughs> I saw that you were holding one up. I waited for you to get to the point where you were putting one of them down in sequential order for some reason, and then I quickly put two up. 
I no, I think this is brilliant. I think this is um, it's it's. I think it's the way the story should be told. Not to take anything away from the '90s movie because it was a good time. I'm going to take stuff away from it. Have you have you watched it recently? Or? No, no. But I'm going to take away what I remember. From okay, fair. <laughs> but I, I think adding this musical element to it and um, from Tim Minchin, who is just incredibly talented, like it's. It, it baffles me this wasn't a musical to start with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's insane to me that they produced this with with zero concept of, should we have some dancing kids having a good time getting one up on adults? Like, that's, yeah. that's the perfect setting for a musical. But no, uh, great time all round. Um, I've got a whole list of notes so we can get through them, but go on, what were you going to say about the 90s film? I'm not going to speak too much about the 90s film. A few things I will say is that I'm glad this is very British, because Matilda yeah. is, you know, his role, all Roald Dahl stuff is British, and the movies are always bastardized and Americanized. <laughs> um, I I fucking hate the um, the Tim Burton Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie because it's it's like aesthetically and everyone's accents and everything like that. It's very British. You, you have yeah. very British actors, and it all looks like very. Um, you know, gro- gloomy Britain and stuff, but then like, oh, a Wonka bar, that's four dollars. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. It's gross. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah. it, it feels very much like when, when Netflix are like, this original Netflix series is set in Britain and everyone in Britain's like, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, sure, it is. Whatever. Well done, you win. Why are there lockers in the corridors? <laughs> we Nathan? don't do that here. <laughs> uh yes um it's it's very the, yeah the 90s movie is is american ambassador which is fine you know it's it's fine to have that but i like i'd much prefer the that they brought the, the british fucking yeah. britain brexit <laughs> oh you, you like the brexit i you? like uh, yeah we're taking back control basically is what i enjoy speaking of uh speaking of brexit uh emma thompson is in this um <laughs> Is that speaking of... Oh, because of... Last Christmas. Ah, yes. The Brexit Christmas movie. The the Christmas movie about Brexit for some bizarre reason. Um, Yeah, no, so... so I didn't even have a massive note on Emma Thompson, really. Just the, the entire cast. We've uh, yeah, I guess we're talking about the cast now. Um, <laughs> Emma Thompson is fantastic. Oh my god, yeah. she's so good. The, the Trunchbull is a great villainous role to get into. She must have had so much fucking fun yeah. doing this because she's just so good. We've we've spoken about both of these castings. I think we've spoken about all these castings in the lead up to us doing Matilda on other episodes. Yeah. Um, Lashana Lynch as Miss Honey. Amazing. So warm and kind and and brilliant. Speaking again about the 90s American movie, um, Miss Honey in that movie was also very good. And I remember very vividly as a young boy having a crush on Miss Honey. Oh, go on, Nathan. There was a a specific... I can remember this clear as day. There's a specific shot of her just taking off her glasses. And as a young boy, I don't know what happened, but (laughs) I was like, my life has changed. Nathan's (laughs) sexual awakening was Miss Honey. It was. (laughs) She was a beautiful... I'm sure she still is a beautiful lady. Uh, But as a young boy, let me tell you, I was... was Blew your socks off, didn't it? It did. And then rewind watching this with Lashana Lynch's Miss Honey it came back but in a different way it was like you you are the sweetest most wholesome person ever I yeah. want you to give me a hug and tell me everything's going to be okay while you <laughs> run your fingers through my hair okay <laughs> we're getting borderline creepy here at this point. no she's a lovely uh, a lovely woman and and amazing as Miss Honey as well. Truly yeah. amazing. Her, having the last thing we spoke about uh, her uh, with her in it was was No Time to Die. And just the range on her is fucking insane. I had this exact point, yeah. I think that's why it was, it was so refreshing. Because most of the stuff I've seen Lashana Lynch in is stuff like that. Like, you know, action, like badass uh, female character, for one of a better phrase, roles. Um, and this is just very different, but so good. So... She's just mm. pulled it off without a hitch, really. We've got the the actual young girl that plays Matilda as well, Alicia Weir. The pressure on her shoulders, yeah, because she ha- she's in every single scene of this. She'll have to carry almost well. She has to carry the entire thing, and she has to sing, and she has to sing, and she has to dance, and yeah. she has to be likable as yeah. a as a kid. You have to empathize with her enough to want her to f- like. It, the movie is kind of based on this theme of like almost like a, a get your own back situation. Revenge is, yeah. I think, a bit too strong of a word. 
but you have no but you have to be on board with her if you're not rooting for her then the movie completely falls apart and she's we've spoken before about the video of her finding out she got the role is just so pure and lovely yeah Yeah. Uh, uh, so heartwarming but um, she's amazingly good for uh, yeah. for and and I I don't think there's a bad kid actor in this. Usually no. I I don't like child actors because usually they're shit. And yeah, just, once the cuteness wears off, yeah, then nine times out of ten, just like oh, all right, yeah. But somehow this movie found a way for the actors to be both cute and good. The child actors that sounds weird, but it just found a way for them all to be good. But really, yeah. they're they're. There was no point in this where I was like, uh, well, you know, that they can't necessarily act, but they, they, you know, they look right for the role or whatever. So, but there was no one like that. They was all doing exactly what they should do in this. uh, And bearing in mind that all the adult performances are scene stealers, every single one of them, they had a lot of pressure to kind of be worthy of being in the same movie. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of, you know, if if Miss Honey's given a great scene and then a child in it, like, for example, the kid that plays Bruce is shit, yeah. then you're immediately going to notice because it takes away from how threatening Miss Trunchbull, with, Trunchbull is if um, if Bruce is like, I don't want to eat the cake, sniff, sniff, cry, cry. <laughs> like, Emma Thompson and Stephen Graham are seriously two of the fucking most amazing British actors working today. And, yeah. and 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 not even today for the past 20 30 years or so they mm. they have been two of the most fucking amazing actors and here they are being seen stolen by fucking i don't know 10 year old alicia weir and a kid <laughs> in uh, half a fat suit so, yeah yeah, yeah like, it's true yeah, yeah. So, i mean look they they they're great in this movie as well it's just the ca- the casting for the kids is is phenomenal they're all great well let's let's get into the the musical of it uh, what's your what's your banger? What's the banger of the movie? I don't know it's difficult because I've only seen the movie once. Um, yeah. I've I've not seen the show. You have you seen the show prior to this, haven't you? I seen the show, but it was I was at, um I was at sixth form at the time. I wasn't really like interested in going to see it. I had terrible seats. Yeah. I, yeah, I was watching it, going like I remember this song. I remember this song. But yeah. if if the movie wasn't connecting those dots for me, I wouldn't have remembered a thing. You was probably uh, on BBM to your girl at the time. <laughs> I was hitting up my various shorties, Nathan. <laughs> Sending a, a kick message to your... <laughs> oh my God, I haven't heard of that in fucking ages. <laughs> What's your kick, shorty? What's your BBM? I don't know. What was it? What was the... When, Wagwan, when was... Wagwan Pifting, what's your BBM? <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, that so that was me texting all the way through um, to my various shorties. <laughs> yeah, Ign- putting off Miss Honey for my real honeys. <laughs> <laughs> so so yes, so you you hadn't so you'd seen it, but not really then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, like when enough. you watch a movie and you're half asleep. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Um, but but even that, I hadn't done that. So I I'd, I'd heard Revolting Children. I'm tempted to say Revolting Children just because it's so good. It's like. It's it really fucking gets you fucking yeah let's do this thing. Yeah. it really has that fuck those adults man <laughs> it's it's a really good song and also the the lyrics of it as well when you like actually like look at the lyrics and mm. see what they're saying and how it all works the words play of it all or and that all the way through this the words play of all the lyrics is is great. the alphabet song dude. I was going to say the alphabet song <laughs> and what's what's great about the alphabet song is they do it twice and I didn't even fucking realize <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like they go through the alphabet and the first time I didn't even fucking pick it up it was only when they started going through the actual school and they literally showed me the fucking letters that I was yeah. like oh my god they're doing the alphabet and then yeah. I listened to the song again like after I was like, oh, they they did it twice. I didn't even fucking pick up on that. Yeah, <laughs> was that was just movie. a drum at home. But like, if you didn't realize this song was insanely clever, now yeah. you do. Yeah. What I, what I loved about that song as well is it wasn't even like you know like C is spelled S double E, but yeah. they could use it because it sounds like it, they use the I, there's a there's a grammatical term for that. But I don't know what it is, but it wasn't just like oh, it, it wasn't just we start with the letter because yeah. it doesn't sound as good. It's not alliteration, is it? And uh, yeah, I think it might be alliteration. Yeah, uh, isn't alliteration when it's like two letters, like like lovely lolly or something? Well, yeah, but uh, it's not limited to two though. 
There's people out there <laughs> more well-read than us just screaming into We're not that smart, okay? We're all right, it's fun. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Matilda. This isn't a fucking English podcast, all right? <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. But it's good. <laughs> it's, it's very I do, but just, just harping on that point, just following on, um, something that might be missed by American, by the American audience is the way they did Zed. Because because uh, yeah. in America they don't say Z they say Z yeah <laughs> they say Z uh, but the the way they did it, I thought it was great they said they said Fiz Ed or yeah. or they said they say two things they say Fiz Ed and they say um, I think I'm, oh said is it said I don't know I can't what, remember it now. what she said yeah it's something like that but it's very good just the Americans going I can't believe they let it fall apart in the last letter <laughs> it didn't do just Z. put in a little bit of extra work it didn't do Z anyway shout out to J Z. <laughs> did you like um uh when i grow up i thought it was a nice one uh when i grow up was yeah that was that was very fun um yeah. I, it was it was i don't know it was fun just seeing that like kid on a bike suddenly on a motorbike yeah that was um that was very fun i like well that. one thing I like, and i'm curious to get your opinion on it because i'm almost certain we've had i think we've we've spoken on this to a degree in the past um but never i guess on this scale um one of my favourite things they do when you have a kid-centric music video, I think it was the School of Rock uh, music video, musical. Uh, I think it was the School of Rock we spoke about this before. Yeah. I really appreciate it when, and I think it's actually more endearing for the movie and I think it sounds better and gives yeah. off more of the vibe they're going for. When you allow children to sound like children with all of their imperfections in the song, yeah. Yeah. they're not vocally, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are vocally trained. <laughs> there's, that, there's that moment at the end where um, where Bruce starts off revolting children and it's that, oh, he just absolutely bellows. <laughs> that, 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 no, and it's, it's so good. <laughs> Mans kills it. Just quickly, because it's such a good, uh, kind of on that point. Um, one thing that I've realised after I watched the movie, they've just fucked up Miss Trunchbull. Everyone's yeah. run outside to watch Miss Honey tell Miss Trunchbull to get fucked, basically. Yeah. Right? They all go outside. But Bruce remains inside. Bruce doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> right? Outside. So what the one thing I absolutely love, because he spends... He's, he's the, the picked-on kid, right? Most of the movie is Bruce getting punished. Um, yeah. With the chocolate cake, and then he's in the chokey and everything like that. Um, but what I absolutely love is Bruce doesn't know what's going on outside, so for better or for worse, whatever the outcome may be, he's going to go and grab that intercom and he's going to belt out a tune. It's like the victory call, as if, like, you know, we're either going to go down... Because he doesn't know the outcome, so it's either we're going to go down singing yeah. or we've won. Yeah. And and I just... I love that moment. I thought it was brilliant. Um, but no, sorry. So the... Um, yeah, when kids sound like kids, yeah, they're vocally trained and a lot of them probably went to, like, stage schools and everything like that. You hear them in interviews, they're more than likely going to have a very prim and proper British accent and everything. Yeah. Um, but they sound like kids, and kids can't always sing amazingly well. Like they have imperfections to their voice. I I have no doubt that like all these kids could could bell out like Bruce does, like for, like for all the way through the musical. Yeah. Um, but they don't. It, it it is all very childlike, and like it it sounds like kids sing. Like if you go to like a fucking. Uh, school assembly or whatever and you know, yeah yeah, doing, yeah like, that's fucking, exactly what it is yeah. yeah like fucking what was that one we always did um fucking the apples are the plums are red the broad beans are sleeping in the blanket of your bed i didn't do that one did you do you've got the whole world, world in, in your hands? hands yeah yeah that's a banger yeah <laughs> my my favorite i was cold i, I was, was naked, naked. Were are you there, there? <laughs> And um, I remember a time at uni where you just went around singing that for a little bit. Like clearly, it was in your head for a bit, yeah. Because we all just cracked up. You would be like on a night out drunk, and you would just for some reason be like lifting your pint in the air and being like, "I was cold, I was naked." I don't remember. I'm gonna bring it back for your wedding. So. Oh, please, please do, yeah. Um, Walking down the aisle to that, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, just one more song I liked in school was. Um, it was just it was a banger. Um fucking um something about dancing. Um oh, the Lord of the Dance. Did you ever do the Lord of the Dance? Uh sing it for me. Dance, dance, wherever you may be. I am the I am Lord, Lord of the Lord Dance, of the dance Eddie, and I'll lead you all. Wherever you may be, and I'll lead you all in the dance, said he. Have they have they repurposed that song for a football thing? <laughs> Yeah, they always do that. Yeah, right. Now that we've got the specific British humour out of the way, like Great. childhood assemblies, 
Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Um, what do you think of the uh, the the Wormwoods? What's the what's the worm? Oh, the the, the family. Yeah, um, Matilda's yeah. family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, again, Stephen Graham is a, a great. I've, Stephen Graham is probably a really underrated actor because, like, mm. he's amazing in everything he's in, but he's really not in a lot of stuff. He's yeah. always in like, like really gritty British TV shows, um, <laughs> like crime-driven TV shows, and just I don't know, just just really British stuff. And then occasionally he'll be in like Venom Two. <laughs> and like occasionally he'll get to the mortgage repayments of you and he'll go i'll crank out another one then yeah. I? i'll crank out i'll crank out a banger and then it's back to fucking i don't know the revival of only fools and horses or whatever yeah. the fuck <laughs> <else> <laughs> yeah. I, bet, I think he like clearly loves doing like the the actual stuff where he actually gets to act and and yeah. give us an actual performance um but yeah, truly an amazing attack. I don't- if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't know who the actress is who plays Matilda's mum, but they were awful, which is good. Because they're, they're, they're brilliantly despicable. Yeah. yeah, they're horrible, horrible people. Um, and and they both did a good job of doing that. I did like oh, um, he was he just called her boy all the way throughout it. Like, yeah. what a boy! Like, I'm a girl. <laughs> that's a it's a that, that it's a girl. Uh, I'm a girl. Um, is a is a great motif that's in the in the um in the musical like the stage production as well. Um, I that gave me PTSD right because this is one of one of the few things I remember. Yeah, from the stage production. When you looked up from your from your phone. Yeah, when I was when I when, in between texting my honeys, um, <laughs> I, I I looked up. I thought I'm, I'll give this a look. I suppose yeah. the the motif of I'm a girl was very classically trained and delivered for comedy at each opportunity. Yeah, and the the girl was fantastic, brilliant dancer, brilliant singer. But the 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 comedy line, you know, when you can feel a line fall flat in an auditorium. Yeah, uh, and I just. I, I did, and it, it it always went flat, and it was very pause for comedy. I'm oh. a girl, like a oh. she's behind you kind of thing. Oh, so they they really make a big thing of it in the. They in made the a musical? massive thing of oh, it. Oh, okay. It was like the line of the show, but every single time it didn't land. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. it's more just a kind of in the background thing here, just. A... And that, and that's why I think it works better. It's a fun yeah. motif in the background, uh, and it is funny. Just the, just. He won't stop talking, but in the background, you'll just hear her going, I'm a girl. Question about the musical. Again, yes. I've not seen it. I don't know much about it. Um, from oh, what... So we're in the same boat then. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from, from what you remember, is it a musical in the way... What, what I... This is probably the wrong terminal, terminology, but what I consider to be a true musical in that it's musical all the way through, or is it a musical that will have songs and then they'll stop and have acted out scenes and st- that sort of stuff? 
to my knowledge, I think it was it had acted out scenes. You, okay. Um, I could. I I do not want to concretely say one way or the other. Okay. Um, but but I remember like very like. Like, for example, how Hamilton flows all the way through, it was yeah. very much like the music stopped and started, to, yeah. to, from what I can remember about it, yeah. Okay. Um, but no, good, good. Um, I, I, the, the Wormwoods are great. I like the... Um, I always find the Cockney car salesman trope very fun. <laughs> yeah. um, and I like that in this this world is a bit, just a bit out of the ordinary fantastical, like... I got you can, that. Yeah, I, I, but I think, I think there's there's great moments where, like... It, you, you're led to believe that he actually does just sew two cars together and they work. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're led to believe that Miss Trunchbull can be so despicably evil that she went and got away with murder and then became a headmistress of a school. Like yeah. it's you. There are it, it goes a little bit into the fantastical, which I thought was excellent in this. I I, I like um, another way that it does that for me is the aesthetic of this movie, and mm. I really enjoy the aesthetic and the kind of almost timeless nature of it because yes, yeah. it, it like you can't really pin down when this is set because like the most advanced technology they have in this is probably a television and mm. like and even then it's you know it's not like a fucking like 4k plasma fucking <laughs> whatever it's like it's like a box like fucking look here darling i got my qled from, <laughs> from the shop <laughs> yeah it's just like an old tv or whatever um and and another thing I like is like there's um uh, there's a character who who's always drinking an iron brew and trying to like make it float, and then there's a curly whirly as well, yeah. and like even the packaging of those like the iron brew and the curly whirly, it's not the actual pack. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just heard myself say curly whirly, <laughs> you know, and you know when like. Americans and Australians make fun of British people. <laughs> like, oh, I've been down the ugly bugs and I've oh, been yeah. and I've been having ugly buglies. <laughs> like, I I heard it and I hated myself for a second. Like, it's a thing. Curly whirlies are a thing. Curly whirlies are a thing. Um, it, it, anyway. it doesn't help, does it? Though, yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, they're good as well, but. Uh, but even the packaging nice. is is like is not the actual packaging. It, again, it's like a more stylized, retro, aesthetically pleasing version of it. Um, yeah. And it, it, all of it just makes the world look more fantastical and magical and mm. and that sort of stuff. And I think even the the school uniforms they're very like I don't know all the boys in shorts, all the girls in skirts, and the, yeah. the high socks and that sort of stuff. It's all it's very, timeless. It feels like World War Two. Evacuating yeah. children, kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the hats as well. Yeah. It's yes. All, yeah. It's all good. It's always a great, not world building, but just. I think they're not afraid to be silly with it as well. Like, yeah, Miss the school, fairly normal type of school. But then at the end, it's a circus, <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a great place of fun. <laughs> yeah. And Mrs. Trunchbull's office is like a fucking dingy basement that looks more in place with like a fucking Hogwarts set than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Like it just. I, I I love they don't they don't hold it down and they don't hold it accountable to any logical reason and it's and it's just great. How did the giraffe get there? Who gives a fuck? It's who a cares? giraffe. Well, yeah. what, fuck, how, Matilda has magic powers. How? Who cares? Yeah. She's who smart. cares? It's fun and she's it's, clever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a children's story. Just embrace the magic. That's that, that's really all you need to do. Sometimes magic happens in children's stories and yeah. and here it is. Um, yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed that and even like I say like. You know, at the end of the school, it's when Miss Honey is running it. There's a full-on fucking carnival in the um in the background. But even all the you know, there's not like a fucking nemesis roller coaster or anything. <laughs> no, it's yeah, like, it's timeless. It's all like you know, timeless stuff like the big swings that you you pull back and forth, <laughs> and the the what's that? The helter skelter slide and all that yeah, sort of stuff. But you yeah. definitely just get the fucking filthiest burns on if you go down. <laughs> No, you get the little sack, don't you? Oh, the potato sack. Yeah, yeah, you get you the little do. potato sack. You just sit <laughs> yourself in the. <laughs> Whenever I watched, and I think the the '90s movie uh, gave me PTSD because for a long while, for a long part, you won't you won't think it now looking at me, but for the longest time in my childhood, I did not like chocolate cake. Oh, really? One, okay. Yeah, for one very specific reason. Oh no. Um, which was the the chocolate cake scene in the nineties movie mm. terrified me. It, yeah. It was just I. It was 
the way they filmed it and shot it in that movie made me feel sick to my stomach, which is what it's supposed to do. Yeah. But it, I hated every second of that. And as a young boy, I was like, never in my life am I eating <laughs> chocolate cake again. That obviously did not turn out to be true. We love um, a chocolate cake. We love a chocky-wocky cake. <laughs> <laughs> a curly wally chocky wocky cake. Yeah. I did it again. No. Um, yeah. Um, uh, but the, the chocolate cake scene in... Um, in in this it's great because it's less about you know in the 90s movie it's it's all about this is gross bruce is gross all of this is just is just disgusting i don't like it but this it was more like a, a celebration of bruce and a like a do it bruce yeah. go on fucking have it and fuck you trunchbull yeah i guess i guess the first one was more ripping on the the kind of cruel 90s idea that being gluttonous is 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 always a, a sin punishable by death like it's to have a slightly larger frame is is despicable like i saw let's, a tweet let's that not, was let's not dance around it lawrence fat phobia is the the topic of the day yeah and i just and especially focus on children is kind of gross and grim yes and i get the idea that it's supposed to be disgusting because trunchbull is supposed to be i'm fucking i'm not gonna eat a fuck i'm a larger man than most and yeah. i'm not gonna sit down and eat an entire chocolate cake because it's fucking grim it's awful yeah, but to be like, for lack of a better term, go and eat it. Like, yeah. it feels it feels a bit slimy and a bit gross. This is, you're right, definitely more of a triumphant moment for Bruce. One, um, it is. Um, I still think it could do better because I do think there is a little bit of fat phobia throughout this. Oh yeah. Um, not not throughout it. Just it pops up in little places. I I mentioned it already. Half a fat suit for Bruce. Okay. I get why they did it, okay? I understand why, if if in anything you need to put someone in a fat suit, I understand why they would do it for this. Because if you're going to have, look, if you're going to have a fat kid in the in the role of Bruce, and I was the fat kid myself, look, if he's running and jumping around, it's going to be a difficult time for him, okay? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to get tired, all right? So doing all that We both did frantic stuff. assembly at Union. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, it's where very physically fit and able dancers come in and yeah. go, let's do drills for four hours straight. Yeah. And what it results in is me and Nathan just in the corner going, please, no more. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um... I I don't like fat suits. I don't think we need them. I, we don't need them in this day and age. There's, no, it's kind of gross, um, and they're always used for ha ha funny fat people kind of moments. Yeah, it's um, true. So, are they are they still like commonplace? Like obviously in this, but like they're very less and less so these days. They do pop up, um, and and again, it's just another thing of like just get a fat person <laughs> like yeah like and they always look pretty shit because you can very clearly tell bruce is not a big kid because yeah. like his he's got very skinny facial features and very skinny legs but then he's got like just a big tummy just a big and, tummy yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so, I, th yeah. I think they're accessible like i i, I agree i think you know it, it, as the industry pushes towards more inclusivity i think it's necessary to give opportunities to those people because right look i can't dance but that doesn't no. mean that someone else who's overweight can't can't dance like lizzo is a very proudly um overweight um singer and performer and she fucking dances up a storm yeah in um in her like music videos and shows and stuff i couldn't do what she does i could not no. do it um <laughs> but we're not pretending nathan <laughs> we're not saying we could i suppose let's cut no, ourselves some slack there's um there's also a line in in that Bruce song as well, which I didn't notice at first, but I was listening to it earlier today, and I was like, oh, that, that's a bit odd. Mm, don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Um, but the line is, but even you, Bruce, have to admit, between you and it, it being the cake, there's not a lot of difference in size. Uh, sorry, not in size, inside. Like, inside the cake, and then inside Bruce, there's not a lot of difference. Ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that's not brilliant, is it? Yeah, it's um it's yeah, it's 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 not great, um but and, and I again I I do love Tim Minchin. I genuinely think he's a genius in some of the stuff he writes. Um and and he is genuinely good, but he has some of his material in the past has, does have elements of like just a little bit of fat phobia here and there. Which you know, it's not a huge issue. It's not like racism or anything, but No, but you know, I, I think it's 
Yeah, like, it's not a fucking punishable by death sin or whatever. No, but not at all. I think, yeah, like, modernising stuff is good. Like, just in, like, in The Heights we spoke about, they had some... Um, there was a problematic line in the original run of In The Heights um, about... Ooh, um, what was it? I think... I think it was... A, I can't remember the exact line, even if I knew it. I don't think I'd want to say it, personally. <laughs> Maybe just because I don't fancy a recording of my, my voice <laughs> saying something that's kind of racist. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was it was along the lines of um, kind of uh, a mockery of, of Chinese names. Um, oh, right, okay. And yeah. and they swapped that line out and just made it a dig at Donald Trump, I believe. No, no, the Donald Trump one was something different, I think. Um, Donald Trump and I on the links, and he's my caddy. Um, but for the movie, it was it was changed to Tiger Woods on the links. So so that was changed, and and then whatever they replaced the the kind of the Chinese slur with. Um, yeah. Was yeah. Um, but, but modernize your stuff. Just look yeah, at it yeah. before you take another swing at it in the modern day, and just assess whether. But you also, know, the musical is about ten, twelve years old or so as well. So like. Yeah, you know, like times change, things get more progressive as they go on as well and stuff. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. Ultimately, I think it, it changing, <laughs> Ultimately, changing, it will be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, he'll be fine. We'll be fine. Uh, the change, the change to make it a triumphant moment for Bruce, I think, went a long way. Um, but that's work is never done. I suppose is there like it's, yeah there's always some more we could do to be kind to each other and so thank you for listening to this uh, wellness podcast <laughs> uh, no one better to tell you what you should be doing to be better than two white men oh my god I just realised something I did as well another happy question <laughs> I was going to bring it out at the end. I realized about 20 minutes in that we just fucking segued through it. Uh, Nathan, uh, I have been called upon. You have summoned me via the theme song to ask you a question. Uh, and it's basically, um, what are you giving this treatment? So this was originally a 90, or this was a book. Then it was a 90s movie that became a stage adaptation that became a film adaptation of a stage adaptation. What classic <laughs> okay. movie that you enjoy are you putting through this ringer? Um, what do you want to see uh, become this? Basically, what do you want to? What movie would you like to see framed in this setting? I'm gonna go with my gut, and the very first. Oh, you're answering of... it now. Well, <laughs> we might as well. Yeah, we're here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my gut. The very first thing that pops into my head was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, oh, that I... could be good. Yeah, I don't necessarily know how it could work because there's like kind of like, you know, there's like car chase. Well, not car chases, but there's a lot of like big stuff in that. But I don't know. I've, I reckon there's something there. I reckon the medium finds a way. Stage is yeah. infamous for being inventive with small spaces and. Well, that's things. also kind of not the question because Matilda was originally a book first, and that wasn't, I guess. It's been a shambles <laughs> this week, anyway. I'll forgive you for it. <laughs> you, you, you sticking with Ferris Bueller, yeah. or do you want another? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I think Ferris Bueller. I think that could be good. They, they, I'm sure they can find a way. They, look, yeah. if they can turn only fools and horses into a West End <laughs> musical. That's insane. <laughs> I'm That's sure. fucking insane. I know. I'm sure they can do um, fucking whatever I just said. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. I forgot it already. <laughs> I have something I want to get your your take on. All right. Does or does not the chokey resemble Shrek's toilet? <laughs> <laughs> not the end ones, the original chokey. The original the chokey, yeah. It's so far out in the woods as well. Um, I know. At least make it close. Like you're not yeah, hiding I it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I guess it does. I like that the movie can be um, kind-hearted whilst also so often. And some of my favourite stories buy into this trope. But so often movies can be like revenge is bad. Revenge yeah. is a cycle of violence that you perpetuate and blah 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 blah. I like that this is com this has the angle of re revenge can be fun and sometimes yeah. it's justified because people yeah. are dicks. People are dicks and sometimes they need to just. Yeah, the worst treatment yeah. ever. Just be so. taken down a few pegs. Yeah, yeah. fuck them. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and to reiterate, I'm on the side of Miss Trunchbull in this. I think those children <laughs> are despicable. <laughs> so, um, I, love the, I love the idea of Miss um, Trunchbull, that Trunchbull deliberately keeps children dumb and uneducated because the second they have power over her, they'll realise how her blind hatred is just founded in stupidity. And, yeah. You know, they're not. They're just the they're just the oppressed side. They're not wrong. Yeah. Um. And there's nothing wrong with just being a child that likes to have fun. Um. So yeah, I, I like that. The last thing I wanted to get your opinion on was how do you think the um Matilda's story within the story is is you know would, what is actually revealed to be Miss Honey's backstory. Um, oh. What do you make of all of that stuff? 
That was great. And it was the way you, the actual storytelling aspect of it is in like Matilda telling the story. Mm. There was something about, and again, it's just fucking hats off to Alicia Weir because it was great. It was really fucking engaging. She, she had just a really good way of actually building up the tension yeah. with it all. She was a great storyteller. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that whole just just that story in general really and the way that it turned out to be miss honey was, was yeah good. yeah the, the way it was revealed like the you get the you get the classic scene of like her in in miss honey's shed house thing um yeah. and she's just describing her life and you can see matilda connect the dots until she eventually starts finishing the sentences for her yeah and and it just I, what i liked that this movie did so well i think was leaned into the whole she has these powers because she is so fucking clever and it's like the it's like the universe knows that she's both kind and clever and therefore she's worthy of the abilities and you get her uh, like kind of having a having a almost like a bonding moment with her dad uh, as he leaves yeah um, i just love the idea that he's like sold it to mob bosses and has to be chased out of town that that was a strange moment that like um that moment with the dad cuz i'm not sure how i feel about it really mm. Because I feel like in that moment it kind of undoes a bit of the uh dickhead sort yeah. of stuff. And also I mean? bad thing thing, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, it did feel like thanks for years of abuse. You're not so bad after all. Yeah, because it was just the the tiniest scrap he gave her, the <laughs> getting a gender right. Yeah. <laughs> and and suddenly she's like, Oh, <laughs> and that's and then by the way like that's not like misgendering people is an issue now yeah but i, I should have made it, belittled it like that because no 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 but it, it's it's a big issue but what i'm saying is it's not even like you know like some people just have this this horrible fucking desire to to kind of dead name trans people and 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 belittle that kind of experience and yeah make out that their identity is something that is a is a fact that they can decide upon as opposed to something that someone experiences and goes through um, yeah but Matilda's not like a trans. She's, she's, yeah, she's, just, she's, she's just born a girl, <laughs> identifies as a girl, yeah, and the dad's like, like, I guess you are. <laughs> you are a girl. Fine. <laughs> but then again, like the moment they drive away and she kind of like runs after the car and watches it go. I, I didn't know whether to take that as like her just taking one final look, making sure they go, or... Or is a bit of a a bit of sweet sort of thing. I don't know. It, it was just something about it which was a little bit odd. Really. Maybe it was like the the looking watching her, her problems are solved. She's won. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like her her old life disappearing because she's. I don't think I she like ever held a. So. Res- uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think she ever held like an extreme resentment. I think she just. I think she just wanted them to be better than they were. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not a fucking intellectual. Like, I'm not. I'm clearly not. I'm clearly <laughs> no, not a fucking like intellectual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think I guess geniuses are, and she is. She's a child genius. Often, like, this may sound nasty, but often they can be burdened by stupid people. Often they can feel like they're kind of alone and and they have no one to talk to. Like Luke Rattigan in the Poison Sky and the Sontaran Stratagem. Uh, still still got legs streaming on that. <laughs> I was gonna say Sheldon Cooper. So. <laughs> Fuck no, Sh- Sheldon Cooper. Hate that fucking sitcom so much. Let's all, let's all watch Young Sheldon, everyone. Young Sheldon's gonna get to the point where adult <laughs> Sheldon should be playing him. But... I think it's done now, isn't it? Oh, hopefully. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> uh, sorry about the all over the shop episode today. Clearly, we were just excited to talk about Matilda. Um, yes. Next week we are going to be doing this though. I have something to say to you. What? You are getting fat. So that's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Uh, you can go go give our new podcast to listen to. I know we've mentioned yes. it a few times. Uh, still got legs. Still it's a Doctor got Who. legs. It is... Oh, there we go. It's a Doctor Who rewatch podcast where we're going to be going through every single episode, talking about what we liked, what we didn't. We're about uh, to record episode three right now. We are. Ooh, peek behind the curtain That'll for you. That'll be our Monday. You can talk. Nice. I can. I just wanted people to hear that lovely drop, a lovely theme song. It's a lovely beat. Shout out to Mr. Key or Dr. Keys, I think, on YouTube. Um, Doctor Who, uh, Nathan? Doctor Who! Ah! <laughs> Very good. Spot uh, legs available now on all major streams. Yeah, podcasts. go stream it, seriously, please. Um, please. <laughs> And rate and review five stars. Yeah, yeah, don't forget that, please. Very important. And you can also rate and review this podcast five stars, um, or I'll kill you. Yeah, or we will kill you. 
Um, so yes, or uh, you'll be locked in the <laughs> chokey. Good, very good. <laughs> Lots of editing for me today. Uh, go and give us a little follow on. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at Another Happy Pod. Uh, so go and go and let us know what you thought of the episode. Um, <laughs> never said that before. <laughs> but do uh, ev- yeah, do it anyway. Every episode uh, goes out 10 a.m. Fridays, unless it doesn't, like this one. Um, and what a shit show of an episode, everyone. <laughs> Come oh, back next week. It's a good week. episode, a a good good episode but we are we are all over the shop in this one. Nah, it's, we're chaotic energy is always good. <laughs> anyway, true. here's Bruce to play his out. Oh, good. Not even a clean recording on your new system either, just (laughs) holding an iPad to the mic. (laughs) It's great. Fantastic. Who produced this? What what studio was this? Apple. Was it Apple? No more. The iPad? (laughs) No, you fucking idiot, the movie! (laughs) Oh, oh, Sony. Oh, Oh, fuck, we're getting claimed. Can't upload this. It's on YouTube. Yeah, true. We don't upload to YouTube. We should. <laughs> We're just talking over a song. We are. Revolting children. Anyway, it's good. Um, yeah, bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for <laughs> staying with that. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week, and we'll see you on Monday for Still Got Legs. Bye. Play the play our theme. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> You'll have me laughing over it as well and talking, I guess. Anyway, bye guys. See you next. Bye, week. bye everyone. Cheers. <laughs> Fuck sake. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.